Shall I just start with a welcome? <laughs> yeah, please do, because I'm already getting bored. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to uh, episode 14 of the Mid-Faith Crisis podcast. Uh, this is a, a, a podcast about... Um, what is about? Oh, oh, I've forgotten. Oh, I've forgotten. I can't, this is a chaotic version. I'll be honest, this is a chaotic edition. And why is it a chaotic edition, Nick Page? Because I'm not very good at time management, Joe. <laughs> so I've been naughty. I've been in five minutes. Come home, we've got to record now. I just suddenly realised I'm going on holiday next week. <laughs> so we can't record then. I've got. I've That's never great. been very good at time management. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I... um, I've got all these books on time management, and I've obviously never had any. I've never had a moment to read them, apart from anything else. <laughs> yeah, and, but your uh, your ineptitude has reached new heights. I feel it's depths. I think. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. So anyway. So we were, Anyway, it's a nice sunny morning, isn't it? It's, it's nice gorgeous. to record in the morning. It is. We don't unusual. normally record in the morning. Did you have a nice holiday, though? Oh, absolutely brilliant. It's all about the wildlife, the fishes and the birds. Yeah, is brilliant. It? Thank you. What, eating them? No, on occasions. Yeah. <laughs> I think the only bird I ate was, in fact, a uh, a chicken. But... Uh, did you eat lots of fish? Yes. Mm, lovely. Yeah, very good. And very I good. saw well, lots anyway. of fish and squid. Did you? Oh, the the reef squid. Just let me talk you that. I won't go on about it. But the reef squid, it changes colour. It goes forwards. It goes backwards. It looks metallic. It's the most incredible wow. animal. And I spent a moment just looking at this uh, squid, and it was looking at me. And there was just that real person squid connection, which is very <laughs> very special. <laughs> so thank you, my brother, for oh. living in Mexico and for letting us live with you oh, for two weeks yeah that's great no. a man in on a greek beach in patmos once showed me how to how to kill a squid oh no have i brought down the the atmosphere in no one terms wants of this to hear this we've got you turn it inside listen. out it's rather unpleasant you bash it against a, a rock and this is not what it. the les- listener wants to hear not, oh. or me as normal okay. i was um i was researching a book Anyway, I'm sorry, everyone. Oh. Nick has been working very hard and he's oh, very tired. Do you know what I have? I've I've accidentally so I'm just doing the proofs of my latest book, and I've there's 450 pages of it. I was oh, only no. intending to write a 350 page, but I've accidentally written a hundred extra pages. What? Why has this happened? What's this book on? Not the Reformation. This is the Reformation. Oh, one. you're yeah. not still doing that, are you? Well, it takes a long time to get books right. Does it? They're coming out in June anyway. Be out before you know it. Shall I dedicate it to you? Then you'll have to read it. No, don't do that. That would be cruel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, so, um, uh, great. Well, I'm sorry uh, th- th- for uh, ruining your day by forcing you to talk to me. But it's, <laughs> it's, it's quite all right. It's very good. So, sh- sh- um, should we have any feedback? Oh, yes. Yes, indeed. Should we, do, should we get into it? Okay, right. Firstly, we had uh, we had one from... Well, actually, I won't say who this is from. Although regular listeners will probably guess, to be honest. Uh, but here he is. He says, oh, well, uh, prayer. Oh, well done for going there, guys. The car parking space prayer. Brave stuff. He says, I have to wade in. 
And uh, let's just go through there. What is one really asking for when praying for car parking space? The current occupant of said space needs to have their car atomized and moved to a different location. In practice, that means that in the past, the person never actually parked there. So space time will need to be significantly <laughs> rearranged. Then there were all the people that saw the offending car parked in the space, brushed past it, smelt its fumes as it drove there. They will all need uh, prayer-based brain surgery to remove the memories of these interactions with the offending car. And the driver of the moved car well she needs to enter a parallel universe where she didn't go to the chemist she went to the grocers and parked elsewhere more space time warping and bending such is the work necessary when we pray for the past not to have happened for somebody not to have parked in my parking space <laughs> not that he's getting uh, angry no. here but what he says is does it matter that christians do so as in pray for car parking space and he goes yes it does it's egotistical and delusional he says okay i know you've stopped uh, reading this out now wrong uh, ah. scri- yeah, ha. Scripture favours the poor, the weak, the lost, the needy. And if God isn't bending space and time to rain down manna from heaven on the starving, then he isn't creating car parking spaces. So, yes, it matters. Pray for car parking spaces if that's where you're at. But long for the day when you are thankful that your hands can hold the steering wheel for the breath that you took before you prayed that prayer or for the smile that your neighbour gave you as you walked uh, to your car that morning. So, Gosh. Um, has he been watching Men in Black in a particularly <laughs> sort of angry frame of mind? <laughs> oh, you've given away. It's a, that, you've given away. That, it's a heat. Oh yeah. Uh, well, whoever. Maybe he I or did. she. Because uh, 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 obviously that is what we're, what I'm yeah. praying for. If I'm praying for a parking space, I am praying for the whole of the fabric of time to be moved exactly. and for atom people to be atomized. Well, I could just be praying that for once in my life something would go well. Here. <laughs> Just give me one yes. day where I can find a car parking For space in Oxford. In That's pa- all I'm doing. In your pathetic life, <laughs> all you're asking. <laughs> I'm sure God could arrange a car parking space for me without having to rewrite the history of time or move people's yeah. atoms. Yeah. Uh, you know, if I'm honest. However, I quite like the ending of that. Yeah, yeah, that that is good. And and also, I suppose the point I'd want to make is. Is it, you know, when he talks about, yes, it's egotistical and delusional and stuff like that, that I think probably is true. But where I disagree, I think, with this email is the slight tone. I mean, I guess I was the kind of person that did used to pray those kind of... I mean, I never remember specifically praying for car parking space, but I did used to pray for things like that. Oh, oh. And I don't... I think I've learned not to despise that. I mean... You can go around, can't you, saying, oh, that's just stupid or that's ridiculous. And you do mm. that in the deconstructional phase of the mid-faith crisis. You, you, you start to doubt everything you believed or you, you want to mm. call it rubbish or, or, or naive or childish or stupid. But actually, in a kind of way, it was part of the journey. And I couldn't be where I am on the journey without having gone through that bit. Mm. So I, I'm of the, I suppose... Uh, the view now that isn't it better rather than just to cast stones at how ridiculous our beliefs were or other people's beliefs are or, or how naive they are isn't it say so, yeah that's a that's a helpful boundary at a certain oh. stage i mean like the child development model you know which we we went on about in the first podcast you know like when when a toddler is young say don't go out in the road that's a really good helpful boundary that's a that's a very clear instruction don't go out in the road in front of an oncoming truck you know it will kill you but when the child is a teenager, if it wants to explore the world, it's going to have to cross the road. And actually, oh. a new set of instructions. It's not that the old ones were wrong; they were just right for that occasion. 
and right for that time. And I, and I view our prayer life as a journey. And you start with one thing, ask anything in my name, and you hold a naive belief about it. And you do things, and it, you work, and you wrestle, and you struggle. And then you come to a new set of beliefs, and then that changes, and then you have a new set of beliefs. And, and so the whole merry process goes on. I, I, yeah, absolutely. And I think that I don't think the two things are, um, you know, necessarily. Um, what's the word? Uh, I don't think it's an either or. Yeah. You know, I don't think it's. Like, I think you can both play that there might be a park, a, a park arcing space, <laughs> you or are even a car park. Oh, yeah, on holiday. Right. <laughs> even a car parking space. Yeah. But also give thanks for the smile. You talked about your neighbour's yeah, smile that was and lovely. that kind of thing. Yeah, Absolutely. I, like I think it's really yeah. thankfulness is the key here. Okay, can I can I finish off his angry rant? Because I think yeah, it's, do. A, it's a good yeah. thing. He says, incidentally, I travel regularly in Africa to sit with the hungry, naked, sick, orphaned children. In many years, not once have the laws of nature and of science been lifted or bent to relieve them one iota of the suffering mm. that daily envelops them. Neither have our prayerful Ugandan colleagues reported any miracles of this type. If God does bend science out of shape for our benefit, it is so infrequent as to be irrelevant in the grand scheme of things, where 20,000 children die a day from preventable causes. All the daily prayers of their parents unanswered for their food for their clothing for their medicine over the years that they did survive each and every child an infinity of longing and prayer and weeping so it's no to the car parking space for me and then he goes on to say i have seen miracles in my life he talks about forgiveness and reason and marriages working out and mended and refugees being housed and orphans being fed and he says those are miracles but not the way we often think of them so uh, i think that's a very helpful email thank you so much well i'd love to talk about that at uh, a later podcast because uh, i think there's a lot in there that we could uh, we yeah. could pick up on okay um let's do it when you're awake and you're rested shall we right. <laughs> and uh, thank you as ever to dorothy uh who says she's got behind on podcasts still listening to number nine that's a bit shoddy but there you go the velveteen rabbit yeah. has long been a favorite of mine so thanks to whichever of you it was who introduced that it was me. Dorothy. Yeah, that's right. It was Joe. <laughs> uh, she said, I totally agree with your statement that we need to ensure we don't get stuck in the deconstruction phrase. Uh, just one point about that. I'm not sure the process is totally linear. I find at least as far as I'm concerned that I drift in and out of deconstruction with the focus shifting from one aspect of church to another. But here's a, here's a good point. Also, just a point of personal discipline. When I'm aware that I'm feeling particularly angry, negative or hurt, I tend not to attend church at all. That's the only way I can be absolutely sure I don't lash out at someone else's innocent comment and spread the hurt around. That's rather different from the other point of discipline to go even when I don't feel like it, because it's important to remind myself of the lovely individuals there. And I thought it was quite helpful That's just to pick up on that tension uh, that mm. is going on and, mm. and, and the wisdom to know what's in your own heart. Absolutely. And say, actually, yeah. today I probably do need to give it a miss. But, yes. or, or today I need to go and I need to exercise grace and, and yes. remember. Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah. And there's a really wonderful finish uh, to her email here uh, from Dorothy. She says, encourage folk never to give up hope that change is possible. Yeah. I like that. Isn't that lovely? And yeah. um, actually, it's uh, you know, it's this podcast is going out on, or should if 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 it ever works, go out on Easter Saturday. Ah, uh, great. Which is yeah. which is, I always think is quite an unusual sort of day because it's yeah. a bit of a nothingy sort of day. Yeah. You know, you've had Good Friday where yeah everybody's wondered why on earth it's called good and yeah, they've yeah. Wa wandered around the town often with crosses and things like that. It's good for a bit of. Um relate to the humiliation of the day by humiliating yourself in a high street by singing I, people. That's very, very good. And that's what people want. 
<laughs> and and then you know sitting for a few hours meditating in church yeah. um dash sleeping uh you know uh, <laughs> no i've had to, i've had some very moving uh, yeah. good fridays meditation yeah. services actually what do you do on easter do you you know because you're obviously in a heretic cult do you, yes do you actually celebrate it at all or do you do you prefer to sort of celebrate well, some pagan I think, I river think, goddess? Yeah, I think we've grown uncomfortable with the title Easter, so we try to remove that from all references to... <laughs> do, you, yeah, do you like Cadbury, apparently? <laughs> yes, yeah, we, could, we like to think of it as Cadbury Weekend. <laughs> Happy Cadbury Weekend. Uh, and, yes, uh, you smash an egg over and, each other. And try to remember what it's all about historically. Yeah, very good. Um, no, we... Uh, well, actually, um, last year we met on the beach... Um, Easter morning and we held a communion service on the beach and it's just wonderful it's great lovely and great you know and have breakfast afterwards so there you go and we'll do that again this year so anyone any listeners you want to join us front the sea lane cafe great well you know I think but Easter Saturday is that kind of old thing isn't it it's it's, it's neither in between and um, doesn't even have a well it does have some names Um, yeah I think the the one of the names the western churches is a black saturday which seems a bit yeah. depressing um the orthodox church called it joy joyful saturday or joyous saturday oh really um yeah partly because obviously they they have they have a an easter watch night kind of thing where um they light the candles and everything comes alive a, again and have a rave and have a rave yeah 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 <laughs> light a few candles have a bubble bath yeah. and uh <laughs> well, that is joyful to be fair so that's good but I think I think it's a really important day because I actually think nothing much happens in the Gospels. Nothing happens in that day, and I think that's quite profound in a way. Yes, I, I, I've been reading um, a book uh, called "The Stature of Waiting" by a guy called Vanston, uh, nice. Bill Vanston, and he he uh, he redef- he, it's, it's a really amazing book because he, he his his purpose is to redeem the idea of waiting mm. and just being patient. And things not happening, and in fact, he he goes back to the very definitions of of uh, words like passion. You know, we talk about this time of year. We talk about the passion of Christ, yeah. and what we think of is that Mel Gibson passion. Everything, yeah, exactly. blood, suffering. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, the passion is all that's about passion. the pain. Yeah, that's passion. But in fact, the word um, comes from the Greek word pasco, which means to have have something happen to you, to have stuff done to you. And that could be the painful thing, or it could be like in the Gospels where Jesus is, uh, his clothing is removed, or he's dressed up in something else. Mm. It's 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 not necessarily, or it could be that he's um, brought before a court. And really, he he makes the point that in Mark's Gospel, if you look at it, it's, it's amazing. Mark's Gospel, the first sort of half of Mark's Gospel, Jesus is incredibly active. He's always doing things and saying things, and and even Mark tells us what he's feeling and thinking. And then there's the moment where he's handed over in the garden. And after that, he's the object of the sentence the whole time. Yeah. Everything's done to him. There's yeah. hardly any account of him doing it. He's silent before Pilate. And, yeah. if he, and yeah. in the few times he does speak, he's, he's either misunderstood or ignored. Yeah. And, and he becomes um, the recipient. It's all done to him. And, that's, and um, Sorry. I was going to say, and that's important to you because... It's important because I think that we 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 associate Christianity too often with doing stuff, with being proactive, you know, with actually being positive and and yeah. how are you feeling? I'm feeling full of the joy of the Lord. Now yeah. I'm going to go and I'm Change going to go world. on mission. Yeah. I'm going to do things because that's because I'm a good Christian. Yeah. 
And yet you often have times in your life and you meet an awful lot of people who are patients yeah. in that sense. Yeah. And that's the same root of the word who, who actually have been put aside, have been handed over to something and, and things are happening to them mm. and it's no longer in their control. And the great thing about the Easter story is that that's not the end of the story. Those two things happen together. Yeah. Jesus is yeah. handed over. Yeah. Through that comes resurrection. Um, yeah. So I think it's... It, it, I just have a little quote here for to maybe think about uh, on today, if you're listening to this on Easter Saturday or over that time. Um, this is from the, the Vanston book. He says, Waiting can be the most intense and poignant of all human experiences, the experience which, above all others strips us of affectation and self-deception and reveals to us the reality of our needs, our values and ourselves. Oh, that's so good. Wow. And that's that's yeah. absolutely mid-faith yes. crisis stuff, isn't it? That, that point of the chrysalis 100%. stuff where you yeah. just liquefy and everything, you, you know, you feel like all you're doing is waiting for something yeah. to happen. I mean, we often say about the mid-life crisis that the, the, the first half of your Christian journey is really quite, you know, egotistical. It's ego-driven. And really, God is not in control. You are in control. And you're controlling your environment. And the ego is in control. But the second half is... And normally something has to happen to you. Richard Ball writes about yeah. this a lot. Normally yeah. there's a falling up, but there's a crisis. There's a, like... Your ego has to receive a shock, a humbling, a falling down. Mm. And that can be a waiting. Mm. I don't know what's going to happen anymore because I no longer seem to be in control. I controlled mm. everything up until now. And you've got away with the idolatry in the first half of the journey that, you know, I I want this Christian life, but only if I remain in control. But the second mm. half of the journey, and it's often a path through suffering and pain, which is why I think Good Friday becomes a more significant part of the journey in the second half, you know, uh, mm. of the, you know, you know, it was just once a doctrine that you believed Jesus Christ died and was raised again on the third day. Now it's a share. Now it's an experience. I am actually entering to Christ's suffering. I'm realizing how broken I am. I'm realizing how damaged I am. I'm, I'm realizing how lost or insignificant or whatever, it, you know, the ego likes to puff us up, don't we? Mm. And then it's only bizarrely enough. It's only having gone through that, the absolute, you know, humi humbling, and uh, and the struggle that Easter Sunday arrives and there's the hope is all back and it's a new world and a very different world and a much better world. I think. Mm. And the yeah, two go together, go together, don't they? I mean, I, I, it, it, the, the tradition I grew up in, we didn't really need the the resurrection. It was just a happy ever story. We needed the blood. I mean, the other thing Dallas yes, Clark called it vampire yes. Christianity, didn't he? That actually, yeah. we we need the blood of Jesus, you know, to save us. But we don't really want the life of Jesus because that would no. be that would be hard work. Yes, yes, that's right. So <laughs> you spend an awful lot of time at the foot of the cross. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> let's go to the foot of the cross. Yeah. Let's not move from the foot of the cross. <laughs> no, let's not the whole change. point of Christianity is is that you move from the foot of the cross to the tomb to the empty tomb. <laughs> yeah. That's the point. That's <laughs> what. That's the movement today, yeah. though, over this weekend. Yeah, yeah, uh, you're right. I, I, I mean, I think the other thing that I'd want to say is that this is, uh, you know, if you if you're Trinitarian, this is God doing this. This yeah. is God being handled by, you know, being um, handed over. God being treated in this way, and I think that's a very very strong biblical theme that doesn't get picked up on as well. God's willingness to be, you know, to to be a patient, as it were, to be rejected, to be. 
uh, treated in uh, as we wish you know he allows us in that sense to reject him i think one of the one of the most important images of god in the new testament is that um in the prodigal son and what does the father you know when the father is is the god figure in that story and what does he do well he gives in the whole time yeah he just gives the prodigal son his money and then what does he do he just waits yeah. all he does is wait at the gate yeah yeah he waits at the gate for a change to happen. It's um, you know, he gives in the whole time. I think what you're saying is is really important, and what Dorothy said at the end of her email is really important, because yeah. a number of people who write into us, let's be honest, have experienced pain, yeah. or or suffering, and or are experiencing, or are experiencing, mm. or have always done. I mean, we mm. thank mm. you again for those that write in extraordinary stories, and we we thank you so much for sharing those with us, but. So this time of year, I think, this this season, and we mustn't, all joking aside, lose the critical importance of, of, of Good Friday and Resurrection Sunday, is that, um, sorry, Easter Sunday, I, I, I airbrushed out Easter there. Um, we, we mustn't lose importance <laughs> because this, this season actually will only become more and more important to us as we learn to reflect on our lives mm. Mm. and as we really reflect on who God is and who we are. Yeah. Well, I think we should uh, really wrap this up. I'd like to end it. So the, the, in the Orthodox Church, so the Easter liturgy, uh, which I think, I think this comes from the watch night service and the, the, the night service. And it, it has these lines, which I think would be a good sort of prayer for everyone mm. at this time of year. And it says, Enter ye all into the joy of your Lord, you who are rich and you the poor. Come to the feast. Receive all the riches of loving kindness and let no one bewail his poverty, for the universal kingdom has been revealed. And that's Easter. That's yeah. Easter. It's like the light has come, the light has broken in on the dark night, and everybody is invited into the kingdom. Yeah. Um, Wonderful. So. That sounds like a good place to end. I think so. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to go and... Um, pack now yeah have a good holiday my dear friend. yeah thank you and thank you dear listeners for uh, for all your your uh, love expressed in emails we appreciate it greatly and we do wish you sincerely a very very uh, happy and peaceful and restful easter and may god bless you and may she continue to bless you oh there we go <laughs> amen amen <laughs> all right goodbye everybody bye now.